6 to 7 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Thank you, Greg, and a very good evening, and thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On on this flashback a Friday where we have an early start every Friday between 6 and 7 p.m., but uh, from Monday to Thursday we are on between 7 and 8 p.m., and we're doing things a bit differently uh, tonight. You're going to hear a number of voices on the show because we are not in studio. We are coming to you live from the Sentin Convention Center, and that is where the Boxing South Africa or the SA Boxing Awards are taking place. They're about... Uh, to get underway and it looks like it's going to be an exciting evening so we are actually stationed right in front of the door so that we are able to grab some of the guests as they come in so as soon as we see familiar faces uh, our former boxers the people that will be honored tonight and people that are nominated we will try and bring them on here and come and talk to them on uh, SAFM spot on so what it means is that we'll talk boxing for the entire hour as we build up and we celebrate the stars of South African boxing remember that these are the stars of uh, last year that are being crowned and these are the annual SA Boxing Awards and we're going to talk to the COO of Boxing South Africa shortly Sindinkomo to find out what else we can expect this evening uh, but with me is Katlakomo Diva as well as Luyolom Kalipi who is in our studios in Auckland Park so uh, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to take your calls but we will try if we're able to put you on and if you want to speak to any of the boxers we will give you uh, the number to call right here on SAFM uh, Spot On but without wasting any further time and uh, let's build up to the awards and we'll speak shortly after this break to Cindy Goma who's the COO of Boxing South Africa. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. Coming to you live from the Sentin Convention Center ahead of the SA Boxing Awards and COO Cindy Goma joins me now. Cindy good evening. Uh, how are you feeling? Are you excited? Are you nervous? You seem like you've been running around. Well, Tavisa, I'm excited because the day has finally come. Um, not nervous at all because mm-hmm. I think we've got everything under control. And I think seeing some of the nominees and our guests here even makes things much better. And I've spoken to some of them. It means a lot to them just to be honored and to be recognized every single year. This is probably uh, the biggest night for Boxing SA outside the fights. Three years in a row. Uh, first uh, in Durban. Last year we in PE. We are now in Gauteng. So there's consistency there, so I can understand why uh, our nominees are excited because this is one platform that they have to actually just be recognized, let alone winning an award, just to be recognized as a contributor to boxing uh, in the country. I think for most of them is is an honor, and I'm, I'm certainly happy to be part of this and for us to actually bring them to, to this platform. And just a reminder, how do we get to this stage of the nominees? How are they chosen? So um, the rule book and the nomination forms are sent out each year. This year we started in January and we closed uh, the nominations in, on the 22nd of February where we then consolidated all of the uh, nominees that we received and uh, ended up with three or five categories across uh, 15 categories. Uh, it has been uh, quite uh, some work because obviously you have to pull through a pool mm-hmm. of very good um, uh, boxes and uh, other um, uh, um, licenses that we have, for instance, your ring official. So just to narrow it down to like three or five has been one of those difficult things to do. But I think the product that we have currently is is a, a good reflection of the talent that we have in the country. And just like your press statement, it looks like we can expect a boxing extravaganza uh, this evening. I've been inside, actually. It looks lovely. And there's a ring inside. So we're going to see a couple of fights. 
We have four bouts, um, three titles. We have one uh, male title contested by uh, Ronald Malindi. Mm. He's uh, doing his defense against uh, Clotus Mbele. We also have um, a national uh, title fight. Um, uh, uh, that's Ndobayini Colossa against uh, Poliswa Jonas. Then we have uh, a Gauteng title, of course. The awards are coming to the province, <laughs> so there's representation there. Yeah. And just to get everybody excited, we have a full bout. Uh, so it, it promises to be a great one. I don't know if these guys want to go full rounds, but they did promise us some knockouts. Um, let's see what happens, but uh, we're looking forward to that. Are as we well. allowed to be loud and cheer and sing and scream, or is it we like a formal event? No, 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 no. Listen, the formal event is just to show the public that actually, as boxers um, and boxing people, we can actually wash up and, and look nice. But everything else, we want to see the passion that boxing fraternity is going to bring, and I'm sure they're not going to do something. Actually, they're probably going to forget that they're in black ties and cocktail dresses, and they're going to be true to themselves. And talking about I mean, besides being a COO, I know you've got a passion for boxing. Where did your journey start and how did you get to this point? Well, I'm a girl from, from uh, the Eastern Cape. Uh, my mom being from Eastern Cape, I grew up in the Eastern Cape. So um, although I've never been a boxer or anything like that, um, my passion for boxing really goes a long way. My dad actually used to wake me up in the morning um, to uh, watch at the times of uh, Mike Tyson. Oh, of course. Um, although obviously those were like... Uh, uh, um, uh, very short, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's 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 my that's my history, and uh, I land up here, and for me, it's uh, really just being being home. So when I see boxes really um, in the ring, uh, I, I can relate because I grew up around that environment. And as a COO, what does your do your role entail? Um, Amongst others is the san- overseeing the sanctioning of the tournament. Um, so the product that you're going to see there, uh, it passes through our office. We ensure, obviously, uh, quality uh, in the ring. Uh, licensing, uh, the overall licensing of, of all these uh, nominees that we have, uh, that's what I'm responsible. Everything else then is then governance. But my job really centers around making sure that we deliver all these tournaments uh, across the country. And how have you found it here in Boxing South Africa, at Boxing South Africa? There is no day that is dull. Every day uh, brings about uh, new challenges, but challenges to make the sport better. Um, so, uh, you know, um, it, it's one of those jobs that is not the same. You know, the different things uh, every single day. So for me, it's, it's just been... Um, a journey of, of doing what I love and um, yeah, I'm happy to still be, be at it. I remember a couple of months ago when you had some vacancies, you were encouraging women to apply or to show interest. How was the response? Are you happy? Listen, the response is not, was not as great in terms of uh, female representation uh, but we did go- get uh, a few uh, females coming through. That process is still underway. We will be finalizing it after the, the boxing awards, of course. And uh, we're looking forward to actually seeing, because we are still left with uh, Eastern Cape. Let's see what comes out of Eastern Cape. But what's comforting is that we did receive um, some, uh, some females coming through. We would like to have seen more. And, uh, but, you know, that's an indication that there is confidence in the sport. Okay, great stuff, Cindy. I don't want to keep you for long. You have a lot of work to do. We wish you all the best at tonight. And uh, we'll be here. We'll be cheering for everybody. Thank you so much, Tabi, sir. Thank you. That is Boxing South Africa COO Cindy Nkomo that was doing a fantastic uh, job. She also keeps the media updated uh, with, with whatever is happening at Boxing South Africa, which is good because um, in the past there were challenges with communications, but I'm glad that that part is uh, sorted out. And also with us here, it is my honor uh, to welcome.
welcome the legendary Mr. Jan Bergman, who also joins us here on SAFM Sport On. Jan, good evening, sir. You're looking uh, fresh. Thank you for joining us on SAFM. Good evening, and thank you very much for giving me an opportunity to be here. And Jan, just what does a night like this mean for boxers? I mean, because I've spoken to some of the guys, and they're really happy to be here. People have come from all over the country, even those that are not nominated are actually here. As a former boxer yourself, what does it mean? It's it's a it's a great honor for to be nominated and to receive your award because I've been working so hard through the years and trying to improve and, and getting your record on. So when an uh, honorable night like this happen. It's just something you've always been dreaming for, and it's, it's very cheering in, in your spirit. And, and besides tonight, does Jan Bergman feel that he's appreciated in his own country for, 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 for the work that is done in the ring to put South Africa on the map? I guess so. Um, not that everybody who's been talking to me has always been telling me how proud they are and been for what I've achieved in boxing, but um, I think... Uh, we, we get our recognition in South Africa. It's not that good, but really there is some good boxing fans out there who still cherish and, and talk about you. And what is Jan Bergman up to now? Are you still involved in the sport? Very much involved in the sport. I'm training some youngsters, uh, uh, professional fighters, and a little bit amateur, amateur boys. And uh, also working with his EFC guys, helping them with the stand-up. So that's it's in a fighting in a fighting environment. I'm very keen to be in. I remember a couple of years ago that your son was fighting. Is he still boxing? Uh, yes, he, he's no more fighting. Uh-huh. He, he he just won two fights and then I asked him to stop because he's not training. <laughs> he just wants to go and fight. <laughs> is it without training? And I said to him, No, you're playing. This is not a this is not a game you can't play. Yeah, you're gonna get hurt. And, and on that note, how does Jan Bergman look back at his career? My career? Your own career, yes, sir. I'm just very proud for what I could have achieved, uh, becoming South African champion. In, 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 in those days, it was, you, have, you must become provincial champion, mm-hmm. South African champion, and then you look for greater pastures to go for world titles. Uh, and, and not just step out and then go and get international fights. But uh, for, for the young boys now, it's, it's open. The world is open. They can, without being a South African champion, he can go and fight for an uh, international title and then get himself rated in, in the world easily. It's, it's open. So They must make the most of it. They must make the most of it because I, it's, it's an opportunity which we all were waiting for and it could never happen in our centuries. We've got another young man we're going to speak to shortly, Unomeva. He's nodding with whatever you're saying, so I think he agrees with you, Jan Bergman. But I, I, when I look back at your career, if I'm not mistaken, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, you won your first 30 or 32 fights. That's right. Before no, The 32nd fight is the one when I lost to Costa Zoo. Was that Costa Zoo? Yeah. How, how do you look back at that fight? Because I remember it was a big one. Well, I look back at that fight, I can tell you I just got about two active in trying to finish the fight and my coach was telling me to step down but I just kept on putting pressure because I, the guy was bleeding and you know when uh, a bushman uh, a colored guy see blood he wants to finish and and that's where I, I, I walked in right into a straight right and he put me down 
It was, and, and and that and that was an eye opening for me because I, at that point in time, I had 31 fights. Yeah. With 24 knockouts, and oh. then I could re- and I, then I could feel what I've been doing to all these guys, <laughs> and I said, "Shit, this is not, <laughs> this is not good." But then I had to get, get through that and and. And, 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 and know what it feels like to go down on the ground Yeah, and no, I remember that and a, Another fight that stands out for me of you Was what happened with Junior Witter um, if, if I remember correctly You thought it was an 8-rounder Or it was a 10-rounder And then after 6 rounds they stopped <coughs> uh, They stopped the fight and he was declared the winner How do you look back at that? Does that, it still hurt? That, that very much I, 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 just, just, I was so furious with the commissioners in there. They, We signed a 10-rounder Getting into the on the way in, they said it's him. I said no problem. We, then they asked us to sign an eighth rounder. So in the fight itself, myself and my coach was very dumbfounded when they started stopping the fight on the sixth round. I allowed him to do what he was doing in the fourth and in the sixth round because mm. he was putting a lot of pressure on me. And, and then I was just moving, hoping to catch him. In, in, in the later rounds because I wanted to get him to, but tired mm. and then when we finished the sixth round the, the fight was finished and, and I, it, it was just something I, I couldn't believe just. I, I signed a contract for eight for eight rounds and, and then, and then they stopped it in six yeah. and then make him the, the anonymous winner and I was so disappointed but then that is that is a game of boxing yeah and Zeb Judah Zeb Judah uh, very good boxer. I he, he, he stung me with a with a good right hand in the first round, and uh, I stand up and I went on, and I caught him in the second round and I knocked him down. For his first time in his whole career, mm. he, he he reached the canvas, and and on that point in time, that's why I broke my hand. Uh. I caught him with a left hook, and he went down. And as he went down, I my hand was messed up, uh. so. He picked it up. Coming into the fight, he pressurized and he keep on putting pressure on me on my left hand side because I couldn't, I couldn't do much as um, to 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 keep him away. Yeah. So I, I and, and and I'm an orthodox fighter. I'm not mm. a southpaw. I've never, I've never switched. But then I tried to switch, and then I realized he, he put a lot of pressure on me. And took advantage and of it, your broken hand. Yes, and yeah. then I and I and I just took a knee. With, with all these guys that you fought, Ian Berkman, do you still say Kabi was the hardest puncher you faced? N- not really the hardest, but the toughest. In what way? Because I, I, I remember okay. reading that. Yeah, a, a 23-year-old guy fighting a, a Kabi who was something like 28 or 29. Mm. And, and, uh, and, and he called me a lighty. <laughs> you don't say that. <laughs> yes, he called me a lighty and I'm like, Shit, I, I was so nervous fighting Aaron. Mm. I was very nervous, but I I could see having a good right hand, and his right hand was very leading. So I was always trying to counter on on on, on ma- not making him to catch me with a right hand, and 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 use angles with him, and that's how I outbox him. And then I caught him with the left hook, and he went down. Mm. But then he, he jumped up like like he he, he just went for a, for a jog. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, we've got a lot of boxers we're going to speak to, Jan. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, but I want you to tell one other story. I want to know if it's folklore or not. Apparently, you once met Mike Tyson, and he yeah. was walking with a lion. Yeah. <laughs> I, I reminded him when we had at Carnival City at uh, Empress Palace. He was walking with a yes. lifeline. Yes, that's how crazy the Americans are. Is it true that he asked you, yes. where's your lion? No, he asked me, where's mine? I said, no, we don't carry that stuff in South Africa. <laughs> They're in the zoo. He probably didn't believe and, you. And, and he didn't believe me. And I said to him, you'll come there one day to, to South Africa. So when he, when he was here, I approached him. I said to him, Tyson, you remember me? He's like, and I said, you the sucker who was walking down in the street in the mall with your with your lions mm. like oh yeah i said yes <laughs> can you see any lion here <laughs> can you see how crazy you guys are <laughs> and he was so he was just laughing and he's like please don't tell the, the press just keep it between me and you <laughs> that is unbelievable mike tyson walking with yeah. a lion and expecting an african to also have a yes. lion of his own yeah. Great our story, own lions then. and Great. i said to him that is all in the zoo <laughs> Jan, we look forward to seeing you being honored tonight. We're thankful for Boxing South Africa for recognizing your work, and I'm glad uh, that you are not lost in the spot of boxing, and we'll catch up with you again, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is Jan Bergman joining us on SAFM. And up next, we're going to speak to Kolisan Indongeni Onomeva. I see Azinga Fuzile is also with us, and he's taking up, he's taking his seat. So let's take a quick break. For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. And it is now my pleasure to welcome uh, uh, Unomeva Kolisani Ndongeni, who's here with us also at the SA Boxing Awards. And we're also going to speak to the champ, Azinga Fuzile, who is also here and is taking his seat. But let's start with Nomeva. We haven't spoken to him since uh, uh, that loss to Devin Haney. How has life been after that? <laughs> okay, Brati. Uh, first of all, I would like to uh, say hi to all the listeners and also to you, bro. Uh, it's you. good. It's been good. Um, I'm training. I'm back in training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm training very hard. I'm fighting next month, the 15th of June. So, yes, I'm working. So, everything is good. I'm fine. Is, is, is that against Tawanda Chekwida in uh, Utenek? In, in Utenek, yes. How much do you yes. know about him? Have you seen him? I've never seen him. I don't know him. You know what? You know what? I'm, I'm just um, excited that I'm fighting. And uh, I will try to look at <laughs> I will try to look at you maybe this coming two to three weeks and then yeah but obviously I'm fit because I'm training always but are you even training because I don't see you at the gym anymore <laughs> ah, remember remember this is Jobek so yeah. this is Jobek Jobek is busy you know mm. so um, no matter now uh, Ushon Smith they have like two gyms which is the one in Cedar Square and then the one in, in Sunning Hill so mm. most of our time we're spending in, in Sunning Hill because mm. it's a big and beautiful nice gym there mm. And and then uh, this fight that you're fighting in uh, in Ute- in Utrecht against Tawanda is it for a vacant title? It's for a vacant IBF African title. Yes. Okay, nice one. We wish you all the best. But you're here at the awards now. What are you expecting tonight? Um, tonight I'm here to support my boys. Um, they are nominated all from all the way in South Africa, all the all, all over South Africa. So I'm here to support whoever wins. If you remember when the awards first came back in 2016, mm. uh, I was a boxer of the year. So I said, okay, today it's, it's, it's time for me to come and support whoever is going to be the, fa- the best boxer. Okay, let's look at my boxer of the year, Young Ascribo, Ronald Malini, the man next to you, Azinga, uh, Tulani, <laughs> your stable mate, and then Kevin yeah, Darena. Who's your money on? Um... I don't have my money in anyone, you know what? Uh, they are all my boys, and I believe that um, the, um, the guys that are, are in the um, are race for the box of the year is Azinga, 
obviously because we've seen him we've seen him doing things we've seen him busy fighting and he was the most um, uh, uh, active boxer in South Africa out of everyone so I believe he deserves uh, the, 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 the award also and we have Tulani who's an unbeaten so he's competing with Tulani because uh, 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 I don't know much about uh, uh, Kevin Larina because he was from a, 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 an injury so he was not mm. busy as the other guys so um, uh it goes to it's gonna go to Tulani or Azinga. Which so whoever whoever wins it is fine for me. It's good. I'm happy. Okay, but here you have to pick a winner. Fight of the year: Lara against 24 Mgamtuini, Dwayana and Sean Ness, and Nap against Kapia. Did you see this fight? Ah, that's Lara. Yeah. The Lara Mgamtuini yeah, fight. Lara and Gamtuini, yes. No, that was a that was a very good fight. Yeah, and yeah. male prospect of the year: Ayabonga Sonjeka, JJ, Tlantlakiha, Sivenonchinga, Jablani Makense, Lebu Mashutwa. I think I know who you're gonna say here. I'll go. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the other side where you're not expecting me to go. I know I, 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 JJ is my friend, is my brother, is my everything. But Sivenonchinga is is, is 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 the one for the prospect of the year. He's your prospect he's of the year. Titles, he's got three titles in the, in the space of maybe less than two years or so mm-hmm. and he's been busy he's got like uh yeah he's been winning all his fights he's a very he's a very like young prospect well i hope jj doesn't hear that because you train with him and you don't think he's going to be prospect of the year talking about busy you're also a very busy man there's a lot that you do outside boxing i've seen you active i've heard you do interviews is it something <laughs> that you are happy to talk about or you like just being underground okay yeah no matter I'm, I'm not in a crowd anymore I'm, 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 I'm a busy man, I would like to say. Uh, uh, I, I am doing like, a, I'm working as a, as, a, as a manager of one of the gyms, Fight Club, in South Africa, where we have like 10 gyms. Mm-hmm. So I'm managing all those gyms. Um, they are for Rudy. So I'm the manager, I'm a regional manager of those clubs in Jobek. So I'm a very busy man. So I'm going around, up and down every day. And also, I have a company with my girlfriend, yes. uh, which is Nameva. Where you do comedy shows. Where we do comedy shows and with uh, for the love, which is, uh, I have my friend here, uh, Maweti Rochi. So mm. we, we have a good way, a good thing going. He's, he has his own uh, um, uh, 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 place and then he has his own team for the love so we we push him for the love of everything great stuff we wish you all the best before i speak to azinga your thoughts on wilder dominic brazil obviously it's going to be wilder wilder after wilder. how many rounds uh we're not going to see around 12 that's what i can tell you okay nomeva's money is on dente wilder nomeva thank you very much for joining us you can go inside and enjoy the night as zolani tete also takes his seat but let's speak to azinga fuzile azinga good evening and thank you for joining us here champ on safm uh evening uh evening to the listeners as well uh, you are nominated here male boxer of the year it must be a big honor for you how do you feel yeah, I'm happy. Um, even in, in uh, 2017, I was nominated, but um, fortunately, uh, I was nominated one the title, you know. Yeah, but uh, I think, I think this time it's my time now. Yeah, to win. Yeah. Well, even from the reaction that I've seen, a lot of people believe that is your time. How do you look back at the year that you had, uh, 2018? Yeah, it was good. You know, even all my fights are won by knockout. You know, so I, it was a, a very good year. Uh, I was um, too active, you know, last year. I, I think it was four fights. Yes, mm-hmm. and then I won mm-hmm. all by knockouts. 
And then your last fight was in PE against uh, Romelo. How was how, how was the vibe in PE? Because it's been a while since boxing had been in PE, and a lot of people were looking forward to that. Yeah, there was a vibe. You know, there was um, supporters from East London, especially like um, Tengen Village in Tanzania. But there was a few people from PE. Yeah, but uh, it was a good. Good. What's next now for Azinga? You are 14 and oh, there are talks of an eliminator. How are those going? Yeah, but they are still uh, negotiating for the uh, for the place. Like it, it might come to Eastern Cape Orient Theatre, or I'm going to Japan. Mm. So that's the thing. There. But now I don't know the date. You know, in the in the month or so. Yeah, we did speak to actually Mr. Terrison too, too last week, and he told us that they're trying to bring that fight here. They would like uh, to, they would like you to fight here. How would you feel uh, to fight here in South Africa? Does it matter to you? It doesn't matter. Like even if it's here in SA, even if it, um, it's in Japan, but what it matters is that I'm gonna win the fight. You mm. know, even where. Like in Eastern Cape or in Japan, yes. And if you win that, what does it mean? Does it mean you're eyeing Tevin Farmer? Is that the target? Yeah. Tevin Farmer. Yeah. <laughs> and he knows about you, have you heard? No, I don't know. But last time he didn't know about me. But I think now he yeah. knows very well, you know. And I think now uh, he's a little bit scared, you know. Just because I'm coming. Mm. And I'm not coming to fight. I'm coming to clear what's mine, mm. which is... The one that he has, and you know, I want to be a, a world champion. I'm happy for that, you know. But yeah, foot like him, I'm sure, I'm definitely sure that it's gonna happen soon. And and do you feel that you're ready for a, for a guy like Tevin Farmer? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for everyone. You're ready for team. anyone? Yeah, in my division, uh, like, I'm ready for everyone. Great stuff. And we're going to speak to Zolani Tete. I'm sure it's another man that inspires all of you, especially the up-and-coming uh, fighters. What would you like to say? What can you tell us about Zolani? Or oh, now that he's here, what can you say about him? You have to say something nice. <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> um, what I can say is that um, he's a role model for, to us. If you like, well, um, South African guys, you know, like, for me... I want to see myself where he is now. Mm. You know, like yeah, like yeah, he's a role model to me. That's what I can see about him. Yeah. Okay, great stuff, Azinga. You can go in and enjoy the night, and we wish you all the best. Mailboxer of the year against Young Asikribo, Ronald Malindi, Tulani Mbenge, as well as U Kevin Lerena. Thank you for speaking to us. Sure, thanks. That is Azinga Fuzile. They're talking to us, uh, the champ, and uh, we've got another one here, Zolani Tete, uh, who looks really snazzy, dressed up for awards night. Champ, figure in the this morning. Mm. Yes. And how are you feeling ahead of tonight? I'm excited as as always. You know, it's very good to be in this kind of environment, especially when it's a night uh, where we celebrate boxers. You know, it's one of the biggest things that we do need as boxers mm. to to be celebrated because the whole year. Uh, you know, we dedicate our our lives into the sport of boxing. So it's about time now we enjoy ourselves and our fruits. And you share the same <coughs> sentiments with everybody that I've spoken to. It's a really, really a big night here for boxing and well done to Boxing South Africa yeah. for putting it together. I've got to ask you though about the shoulder. How are you feeling? How is the recovery? How's the rehab? The recovery is, is coming very well, Mepa. Uh, I've been in two weeks of the rehab, uh, working with a physio. Uh, there's been a little bit of change, you know, the shoulder now is starting to work properly, it's getting there slowly but surely, but uh, I hope uh, within no time Uzolani will be back in the ring where he belongs, 
and I just want to, to, to say to my people that within no time they will see me again dancing in the ring. And how have you been able to deal with that disappointment of the US? Are you over it now? Are you looking ahead? Uh, as a true champion, I need to move over it. Uh, yeah, you need to adjust and adapt in some things. Mm. So it's one of those things where I need to just move on from it. Of course, it was painful. It is still painful because that was the chance I was looking for. You know, but I still believe that the chances are not gone. You know, I'm still a champion. There are still world champions out there. So Zolani will get his dream of unifying the division anytime soon. Well, you should get an award tonight if uh, really we look at the category you nominated in. Yeah. Uh, that fight against Boniso Konya, <laughs> I mean, that, that record knockout, do you still remember yeah. it like it was yesterday? No, I still remember it uh, because a lot of people uh, started recognizing me from that fight. So they knew uh, that that's one of the best knockouts, you know, and that record will stay, I don't know until when, and I doubt if there will ever be a boxer that will ever break that record, you know. So I'm, I'm confident about that one. And by the way, those who've been asking why is this fight nominated, because it was, was it 2017? Yeah. It, yeah, it, it actually f- still falls within the period. So these are 2017, 2018 boxing awards, yeah. so it still falls within the criteria, and that's why that knockout of Uzolani Tete against Sboni Sokonya is here. Mm-hmm. What do you make of the category of prospect of the year? There seem to be some nice young boxers coming through, JJ Sonji Tan, Chan Chakiha, Sivenonchinga, Jabulani, and Lebumushito. You know, I'm very excited, you know, because... Uh, the nominations are very different from what we had last year. Uh-huh. So it means uh, the boxing is progressing. The up-and-coming youngsters are coming there, you know, and, and, and soon they will, they will take over from where we are. So I'm very excited about the young and up. I know it's a tough, tough, tough decision mm. that, that has to be taken according to those guys because all of those boxers are doing so well. They are perfectly doing very good in the sport of boxing and they are representing us very well. So I don't know, but I believe whoever wins will deserve that one. Finally, we, can we get your thoughts on Diento Walda and Dominic Brazil? How do you see that one going? Yeah, no, I think Duancho Alda is going to take it. Uh, you know, uh, he's been proving himself uh, in his last three fights. Uh, and I believe uh, against this one, he's also going to do it. And if he does do, would, who should he fight next? People are talking about a rematch with Tyson Fury. Some want him to see, fight, to see him fighting AJ. Who would you like to see him fighting? I would love to see him fighting AJ, man. Uh, you know, uh, AJ is one of the biggest in the division, in that division. So I believe him and Duante will make a good fight. Uh, and I, they are both my favorite boxers. But, uh, you know, the best must fight the best. And I believe both of the guys are the best in the division. Great stuff. Zolani Tete, thank you very much for finding time to us on SAFM. You can go in and enjoy your night. Thanks, Woody. Thank you. That is the last born Zolani Tete, who is here with us here. And we have another one. I think we need to take a quick break before we speak to Akeshias Baloi. I'm going to ask you the same question. I mean, what does a night like this mean for boxing and boxing in South Africa and just for the boxers, Akeshias? Yeah, this is a very good night for all the boxers in South Africa and, you know, all the nominees for, for, for this. I wish all, them all the best. Definitely. And uh, a lot of people will want to know what is Cassius up to now, still involved in the sport? Yes, I'm still involved in the sport. Like, last, last, last week, I think, I took some of my amateur boxers, three of them, to turn them pro, pro. now I've got three professionals in my gym 
and uh, I got a boxer such gym in Santin. Oh, so you're training them out of Santin? Yeah, in Santin. Yes. And is that something that Keisha's always wanted to do after your your boxing career? Did you want to give back and become a trainer? Yes, I wanted to be a trainer, and you know, I want to produce maybe a world champion also mm. yes. and what do you make of the state of boxing uh, in the country at the moment because we we don't see the the recognizable faces like you or the big names like the Philip Undo anymore there's just one or two what do you make of the state of, of boxing I mean it's you know like like me Philip and the other old uh, champions we're from like amateur ranks like these days, these boys, they just wanna turn pro. They didn't even like win anything in amateur ranks. So, I think before you go to professional, you must prove yourself in amateur ring. Mm. Yeah, like I don't know whether last Olympic Games South Africa. No, so we didn't. We didn't have a yeah. boxer. I was there in Brazil, Rio 2016. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, and then I was no, I was not happy about that. Mm. That's why I'm also having the amateur boxes. I want to room one to become an Olympian because that was my dream when I started boxing mm. to be an Olympian and then to win gold in the Olympics. And are you happy with how amateur boxing is being run in the country by Sanabo? We have spoken to the president, Mr. Mofo, before. Are you happy with how things are? No, I don't have a problem with the, the way they run the, the boxing. Mm. But they, they should let us even train the the young boxers because if you have a professional training license they say you can't train amateurs mm-hmm. and I, I mean I, I've been amateur for, for a very long time so I know what they must do to go to the level they have to be Mm, loud and clear and also what do you make of the state of boxing where you come from in Limpopo Acacias Baloy now I think the lot of uh, like these young boxers coming mm. yeah yeah like my, in my father's gym there are a lot, lot of young boxers good boxers I think if they get a, they, they, they get a chance to 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 fight somewhere else like international fights there could be somebody they could go somewhere and overall, how does Keshas Baloy look back at his professional career? Are you happy with what you achieved in the ring? Yes, I'm happy what I've achieved because when I started boxing, the first thing I said, I wanted to be a three-time world champion in different weight divisions. And I did it as a professional, so I'm very happy about it. And, and when you look back at some of your fights, I mean, you've fought some uh, really tough guys, the one of them next to you. Yes. Uh, you've also fought the likes of Mzonke Fana, Gary Sinclair, Emmanuel Medina, Lithorno uh, Lidwaba. How do you look? Is, is there anyone that stands out for you or that gives you the most wonderful memories? Yes, my friend, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of this them, one? Yeah, yeah. The one as, in Brakpan? Yeah, Isaac, yes. At Carnival City? Yes. Where, where he beat you? Yeah, it was in Carnival City, yes, yes. It was in Carnival City. Yes. Was, it, was it a tough fight? Yeah, it was a tough fight because I had to meet him halfway. Like, mm. I had to go maybe a few divisions over my limit. Mm. Yes, yeah. And how do you look back at your, du- at your duels with the Hands of Stone? The hands of Stone, the mm. You know, 
the drama is a, it was a very very good box you know i first saw him when we were amateurs mm. you know it was like a good body puncher knocking everyone out with the body punches so i i didn't even expect like i would fight him in professional but mm. At the end, we end up like being in the ring together, fighting, and then not once, twice. Twice, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And you won both of those fights. Yes, yeah. They went the full distance. Yes, bo- both of them. Yeah, yeah. Went the full distance. Now, Cassius, thank you very much for speaking to us, Mr. Shy Guy. We enjoy the night, and we're gonna catch up with you again. Yeah, we wanna find out more about the work that you are doing with your gym and the youngsters that you're training. Thank you. Thank you. That is Akeshias Abaloy, and right next to him is the angel himself, looking very snazzy. Uh, mate, I see you matching there. You must be excited about tonight. I'm uh, very excited not to see. Uh, I will just uh, want to see this uh, young uh, fighters uh, get uh, recognized, you know, after working so hard in the ring, and uh, most especially in the, uh, the media and uh, the ring officials. I mean, it is very important to uh, recognize the good job that uh, they're putting in boxing. Mm. And what are your thoughts on the state of boxing in the country at the moment, Isaac Lajoy? I'm, I'm not really uh, uh, happy about it, but uh, I just wish and hope for the best, you know, that uh, something uh, special uh, shall happen in terms of uh, staging more uh, tournaments mm-hmm. and in order for us to, uh, to gain or build uh, more, uh, more credible uh, world champions in the country, you know, because we need, um, I'm expecting to see more young boys who are going to go out and conquer the world and bring uh, more titles like as Higgy Butler has done, yeah. you know, being crowd uh, the uh, ring magazine uh, world champion, you know, in the whole continent of Africa. He's the first fighter to achieve that. Mm-hmm. So if we as a nation can be able to produce more of those kind of uh, fighters, and then I'll be so happy. But where do you think we're going wrong, Isaac? You know, it's a, a matter of uh, uh, running short of a uh, uh, television network. We are in need of uh, a television. I just hope that SABC can come back. Mm. You know, because uh, if we can check, uh, we've got a good number of uh, promoters around the nation. Uh, and most of these promoters, they're struggling to get uh, a television, you know. They're in need of television in order for them to stage tournaments. It is not easy for them to put a show without a, a financial backup. And that financial backup, we shall come up with uh, the television because be, it will be easy for them to go to the uh, sponsors and uh, sell uh, the fight, you know. Because most of the companies just need uh, that television uh, slot, you know. So once they put a show, it will be much easier for uh, the market to come on board and support boxing. And as far as Isaac is involved, are you still involved in the sport? I'm very much involved. In, I, mean, I, I do kind of a motivational talk to uh, uh, the current uh, crop of boxing. And uh, I do visit more, more of the boxing gyms and watch them training. You know, I mean, I do help advise them, give them a word of advice. That's how I usually pass my knowledge to them. But it's just a matter of time and then uh, I think uh, a gym shall follow soon. We just spoke to Cassius now. He says you gave him one of his toughest fights. How do you look back at that fight? Uh, you know, it's one of those, you know, uh, I was uh, so happy, like, when I became a first world champion after I defeated uh, Cassius. Mm. Uh, he's a brother. It's a homeboy. It's a role model, you know. Uh, he just come a second after Dingan uh, uh, Trabella, you know. Because uh, I used to idolize Dingan, like, but when the moment I walk into the amateur gym and then I see Keshas, you know, I started like looking more up to him because there's the guy that will be working very close. And we start like, uh, happen to, to share a room, like, when I go mm. to, to the gym and then happen to share a room with him in his house. Uh, and yeah, we became a more close um, up until to, to that stage where we happened to fight, and that fight divided two families. Mm. But um, just now, we just uh, uh, water under the bridge, and then we're too good. 
our with each other and then he's a brother he's a friend and uh, I'm so happy that I mean I defeated my leg- my, my hero and become a world champion well, you don't take it easy on your brothers because you also beat another homeboy from Limpopo, uh, <laughs> Philip Ndo, in 2004. I remember that also at Carnival City, ne? Yes, in, exactly. In, in Brakpan. You know, uh, with that, uh, I think it was a, a kind of a revenge mm. uh, to what he did to Keshas. Because I remember after the fight, uh, I went uh, into the ring and I spoke to Keshas. I said, like, the brother, don't worry. Everything shall be fine. Uh, you know, I didn't know that I mean, I'll fight Philip, you know, but it has to happen. And the moment I fought Philip, I found it like I had to do it for him, and which I've done it. Mm. And how was the talk before that fight? Yes, uh, they were they were kind of uh, a rough talking, you know, using a lot of uh, 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 bad words. Knowing Philip, you know, <laughs> and uh, more especially uh, the late trainer Nicktoran Mason, rest in peace, you know. So they were kind of an insult, disrespecting, provocation, you know. But uh, all in all, I mean, I kept my my chin down, and then. Uh, and kept the promise that I made to him and more especially to my mother because I was making my f- uh, fifth uh, t- uh, title defense for the national mm-hmm. title and where I made a uh, promise to my mom and told her that I'm going to bring this title uh, permanently at, in the house and which I've done it. There was also the one against Nate Campbell in, was wow. it in the US? It was in the US. Yes, yes, yes. In Florida. Florida yeah, State. There. Yeah, it was in Tampa Bay, Florida. You know, in that fight, uh, what happens is... Uh, I was still kind of in a process of mourning for my late brother. And uh, at the very same time, uh, my uh, Isaac, uh, Isaac Jr. was turning one year mm. in that night. So I had a lot of things to, to achieve. You know, I made a promise to the brother that, like, look, I'm, uh, I will retire as undefeated, you know. But uh, it didn't happen that way. But at that, at that stage, I was still undefeated. You know, and uh, it was uh, my fight number 26 as a mm. professional, undefeated. You know, I was still doing well. And at the very same time, looking thinking back home, my son is turning one year. I need to do uh, to do something special. I must, I must give uh, uh, this kid I mean, a special uh, birthday uh, present, although I'll be away, mm. you know. And uh, literally, I knew that, I mean, that's how I'm going to uh, introduce myself in the world of boxing by defeating uh, Nate Campbell. And what happened against Kendall Holt? Wow. You know, uh, losing for the first time, my brother. Uh, it was something new. Mm. Uh, going down the, into the uh, canvas for the first time in fight number twenty-seven. Your first defeat ever, right? First defeat yes. ever. And uh, going down, hey, it was something. Uh, I felt like I'm dreaming. Wow, is this happening to me? I used to do this uh, to uh, the other guys, <laughs> but now it looks like I'm in the receiving end. You know, uh, but uh, I managed to took that defeat uh, in a good way, turned to a positive, and then uh, where I happened to work very hard. And then try to work to make sure that I mean I rectify all the errors and I made. Bounce back against Makaringe because a lot of oh. people talk about that fight. And uh, considering that I mean uh, Makaringe is the second uh, uh, welterweight nationally, mm. national uh, national champion to defend the title in the in the last number of the great man that's sitting next to me, Harold Fulbright. Yes. You know, and he was uh, much bigger than I. And uh, Nick at the time felt that um, he's got a match. That's gonna defeat me because, like, look, you know, I'm happy to fight uh, like uh, I fought most of, I think, four four guys from mm-hmm. his table at a time. Makaring was the fifth guy, and I'm sorry, man, I, I had to to smash him, you know, throw everything that my, uh, my team uh, taught me in the gym, many and hard stuff, you know, uh, and I happened to send him into a, a retirement, you know. Uh, it's one of those, brother. I mean, things happen in boxing. You know, you might not be thinking of it, uh, sending somebody into retirement and find out that at the end it happens. Mm. 
And finally, Isaac, before we speak to you, Mr. Falbrecht, just a word on Nick Durant has left a, a big void. What is it that you miss most about Nick? You know, um, uh, his voice in boxing, you know, uh, we use uh, when he makes a, a talk. His voice was uh, louder and then uh, most of the media people used to listen to Nick Durant. Most of the boxing people used to listen to Nick. Yo, you understand that I mean, not anybody was on his side, mm. but whenever he talked, I mean, most of people used to listen, and he used to make things happen. He used to make boxing as it was boxing at the time. You know, boxing, boxing was alive in this era. But I mean, uh, may he so rest in peace. But I'm glad to see that his uh, son, uh, Damien, yeah, is yeah. doing well. He's emulating, I mean, uh, his dad's legacy, which is a good, thing, a good uh, history that he has left behind. Great stuff. Uh, thoughts on Wilder Brazil? Well, I think uh, Wilder is, val- is uh, vulnerable. Uh, he might uh, get caught and then uh, and lose the fight. You know, considering uh, that you know when you fight an undefeated and you beat an undefeated, it's so special. Mm. I think his opponent is well motivated. I mean, fighting the WBC world champion, undefeated, a fighter. I mean, that is a self motivation to his opponent on its own. Mm. But I mean, uh, he might be be shocked. And find out that fight of him and Joshua doesn't happen. Wow, okay. Isaac Shachuayo, thanks for that. You can go in, enjoy the night. We'll catch up inside. Harold Froberg, good evening. Thanks again for speaking to us on SAFM, sir. Good evening. You expecting a wonderful night tonight to celebrate our boxers and yes. everybody involved? Well, it's nice to, to come here at the Boxing Awards. Uh, you see guys and ex-boxers that you haven't seen for a long time. So it's, it's uh, very nice to come. I just asked uh, Isaac about Wilder and Brazil, and he's giving Brazil a chance. He's the first one that was spoken to tonight. Did you also give him a chance? Yes, yes. Yeah. And Every, why is that? Everybody's got a chance, you know. <laughs> like, you know, like, um, uh, you know, like, especially um, we were just talking uh, tonight about short notice fights, mm-hmm. where the guy that's not supposed to win walked away with a victory. So you know, it's. One of those things. And looking at some of the nominees tonight, do you have any interest? Is there anyone from your stable that you're rooting for? Uh, no, I don't think, you know, like, um, you know, I, um, I, I run an amateur club now too. And, um, mm-hmm. and most of, uh, uh, a lot of amateurs, when they're old enough, uh, like uh, recently, uh, two months ago, um, uh, five of my new amateur boys uh, turned professional. They're all fighting on the 29th. They're all fighting on the 29th of June, and uh, they are exciting. And are you happy with the state of amateur boxing in the country, Harold? I'm not happy with the amateur boxing. I don't agree with the grading, mm-hmm. they, they, what they do with, you know, when you take a boxer, they grade him green, blue, red, whatever, and then when they match the boxers, they put a, a green against a green. And I don't, I don't agree with that because they never, they never given a, a young up and coming boxer the opportunity mm. to have a fight against a gold or a, a higher. Uh, because of the grading. Or because of the grading. So I don't agree with the grading. When, when in my days when I was an amateur, I, I would walk around with maybe ten or fifteen fights, and I go and there's a fight short, uh, and it's a guy that had already thirty fights. I would fight him, you know. And you beat him, and 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 it just it's a stepping stone, you know. Like it shows you what is in you and and how far you can go in boxing. Well, I think this conversation is worth a show on its own. But Harold, thank you for speaking to us. You can go in and enjoy the night, and all the best, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Enjoy it yourself. Thank Thanks. you. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll speak to the anaconda up next.
Hashtag SAFM Sport On. And let's wrap up by speaking to the Anaconda Bukiwe Noni now, nominated for Female Boxer of the Year against Melissa Miller, Tema Zuma. Can you do it for the third time? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if I'm not surprised being being nominated again. And how do you look back at the year that you had twenty eighteen and late twenty seventeen? Obviously undefeated? Um yeah, except this year. This except for January, yeah, but it doesn't yeah. count yet. Yeah, it doesn't yes, count. Yes. Yeah, I it was the first loss um in a different weight because mm. I went to featherweight. It's fifty five. Fifty seven is far from Bantam. So mm. it's it's far different than how I was I was working in the whole two twenty seventeen and twenty fifteen. So yeah, I started my year pet but then I wanna fix that now. I understand you're fighting in July against Terry Harper, is that confirmed? Uh, I, I always confirm things when I have a contract. Aha. So I don't say anything if I don't have a contract. But the talks uh, are there. Yeah, they, they, they are talking about that, but um, I don't have a contract on me. And Bukio, I mentioned that you've won this award two times already, and most of the time you seem to be the face of women's boxing in South Africa. You're the, easy, the most easily recognizable. How does it feel to carry that weight on your shoulders? It's not easy because we... We, we, I have to fight for us all, not, not, not being Bukwenonina, because I hate, I hate to stand for myself only as, as, as Bukwenonina. I already, it was my dream to, to be recognized when I was young, but when I'm growing up, like, I'm learning a lot of things and I, I just want to make other people happy. And that's what I'm doing now because I'm, I'm, I'm always saying what is, what, what is, what, what is not making me happy, that means not making other women happy. So I'm, I'm fighting for them, and I will, I will be always fighting for them. And are you happy with the state of women's boxing in the country? Do they get, do you get as much respect and recognition as the guys? I'm not happy. I will never be happy until they do something about it. But the other promoters, they try to respect us. They try to respect even our purse money. But still, there are those promoters who don't even look at us when we meet them, when we attend their fights. So one day, I, I hope well, the next Nonintenge, because we still have that hope. Will have the next Nonintenge, the, no, the next Julie Chawalala, the next, the next Bugwe Nonina. So I hope one day they will have the respect that other females get in, 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 in USA, in other countries. Okay, great stuff. We're going to catch up with you. We're going to invite you to studio actually to speak. We've got a lot to talk to you about, Bukio. But go in. I see people are going in and enjoy the night. Uh, and thank good you luck. so much. And thank you. That is uh, the nominee there for the female boxer of the year, the Anaconda herself, Ubukiwe Nonina. Only one, tif- uh, well, uh, she lost in January actually this year uh, for the first time in a very long time. But our time is actually up. We need to go in now because we've also been nominated for the SA Boxing Awards as SAFM Spot On. So thank you to everybody that's been listening to us. We do apologize for the noise in the back around but we are actually in the reception area that's where we were able to catch all those boxers and thank you to uh, everybody for listening we're back on monday seven to eight with me tabi